I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. In the midst of prehistory, before the gods existed, before time was measured, man waited to be given a destiny. But some waited a direct destiny. They waited to become the gods. Worlds lost in the tides of eternity were to become the battlegrounds of those destined to become immortal. Battlegrounds of those seeking communion with the heavens. Battlegrounds of the shaman. Oh, the shaman. Wow. The shaman? What game are they? Yes, shaman. What game are they playing? That sounds We should play that. Yeah, let's play that game. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Play Retro. Yeah, that's right. It's your weekly dose of retro gaming. I'm one of your hosts, Scott Johnson. And you know what? I'm going to make all you little weird mortals love me, even though I'm planning on flooding out your entire city. And if even then you don't love me, then I will throw you across the land like a ragdoll. Do you understand? Good. Now, get back to farming the dirt in my holy name. That's what you do. And I'm your other god host. Uh, And I'm a god. Little G. (laughs) And if you you think I have time to micromanage each of you little 8-bit peeps running around populating this isometric bitmap world, well, you got another thing coming. Mm. Now sprung on out of that house and get to multiplying or I'll bring down the wrath of me. Earthquake. Look at him, Dan Scott. I'm a good god. You are a good god. Good god. Yep, you're benevolent, they say. Yeah. I'm... Uh, they, the game tells me I'm a good guy. That's anyway. right. I don't know if that's true or not. But. Old school 1989 video games tell you you're a good god, and that's good enough for me. Yeah, uh, we're going to talk then, about. And then James Brown comes out and says, "Good God!" And yeah, that's you know right. you're you know you're doing it right. Yeah, he's not a good god. Yeah. He's not a he's an evil man. Uh, <laughs> pa- I don't know if he is or not. I have no idea. I didn't really know the guy. Uh, his, really how about attention. this? His dance moves are wicked. There we go. Okay. Fair. Around. There you I go. can't. I can't argue with that, but I can right. tell you that Populous is on uh, tap today. We're going to talk a bunch about the 1989 God game, the one that started them all, really, mm-hmm. uh, from uh, Fro- uh, Bullfrog Studios, which eventually became a whole bunch of other things. We'll get into the Molyneux uh, minutia. Yeah, the, is, the it, is it Molyneux? 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 Terry? Was James? What's his name? His name is. Now you made me forget. What's his first name? Because <laughs> they always forget it. It is Peter. Peter, damn Mal- it. Mal- 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 Malanau. Malano? Malanu. 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 I believe it's Malanu. It's anyway. Molly and then New, I believe, is how you do it. Molly New. That's right. And even if you just come to the show today as a fan of like Fable or any of those things, you're going to get yeah. some primordial primordial ooze that was the Peter Molyneux studios of the late 80s, early 90s, yeah. and where all that headed later. So stick around for that. 
uh, to start things off today. I have nothing cool to talk about with retro things on the side because it's all Vegas prep from here. I'm just trying to get ready to go out of town and take care of this event and be there and uh, work with Brian Ibbett and make TMS Vegas happen. It's just not... Uh, giving me time for like anything else. I played a game that was kind of retro, but it's also brand new. So I don't even think that's worth bringing up. So Brian, I'm a bad retro person this week. Uh, oh, I other than you're a I, bad other- retro person, I actually I I had sent you a you know a little you know if you wanted to talk about it a little bit about that uh, that you know this is 1989 when this game came out, yeah, uh, which was the same year that Batman that that Tim Burton Batman movie came out, and I sent you that Batmania discussion that people were having back when they first cast, yeah. They weren't happy. When they bat- yeah, they were not happy with Michael Keaton being cast as the Batman. Mm-hmm. And you know what? And now that we look back, he's about to be in this new Flash movie coming up. Uh, everybody's like, maybe one of my favorite bats. Yeah. Do you want it? Do you want to hear? Because this is just, I'm going to play a taste of it. This is 1989, everybody. Uh, Adam West and some fans are reacting to the news that Michael Keaton will be Batman. Uh, which was taken about how you expect. You got to remember, even though the internet seems to make things more amplified, we've always been this stupid. Right. We've always. I mean, been. we what what we had up until this point was comic books, which was a lot of a lot of dark and broody detective type stuff. Uh, then we had that '60s film with uh, Adam West, which was uh, the film and the TV series, yeah. all kinds of a little bit goofy. And then. We we finally thought we was gonna get a Michael we'll get a Batman movie proper. We knew it was gonna be dark. It's gonna be Tim Burton, and then they come out and go Michael Keaton. White. Yeah. What? Yeah. Beetlejuice. Mm. Yeah. It's we were all freaking out, but that's what we do. Mr. We hear, Mom. We hear Heath Ledger's the Joker, and we all lose our minds and hate it. Right. But we were wrong to do that, and they were wrong then. Let's hear just a taste of this audio just for funsies. It'll play here. There you go. Anger and fixation on revenge. It's a little quiet. But on. will he be portrayed that way in a new movie from Warner Brothers coming out in June? Many hardcore fans are afraid he won't. They have been writing hundreds of letters to Warner Brothers hundreds, since Scott. they found out hundreds. about the man cast as Twitter Batman. is blowing up. Oh, Oh my gosh, dude! See, it's the same. We we yeah, don't it's change. Still the same. We don't change. The tools hundreds, do, but we don't. Hundreds upon hundreds. No, just just the one hundred. Uh, like a hundred people. Yeah, like oh, you mean 20, 20 I'm sorry, ten. Okay, four people wrote in. Right, firing off angry uh, handwritten letters uh, to Warner Brothers about how you've ruined Batman forever. Yeah, bat, yeah the bat culture will never be the same again. We'll never recover from yeah. it. Now later in that same clip, you get they they kind of they 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 discuss it with just average people saying you know he's not masculine enough. They always then they go all the way down to talking to like some nerd, Mm. and he's all like, "Well, Batman's always been this and that and this," and you know it's like, uh, Mm. and it's it's exactly like today. Not a single thing has changed. We're still the same people. Just like one or two years after. um, the Frank Miller book, I think after Dark Knight. Yeah, and so a lot of people that to them that was Batman. And what they right. ended up actually getting, Tim Burton's Batman was like this weird combo of cheesy old school Batman and mm. new broody Batman, and and it all kind of felt new and interesting. Like it was, it was know. the bridge we needed. It feels like it, yeah. I yeah. think that's a fair way. Of Not it. the bridge we asked for, but the bridge we needed. Yeah, the bridge we needed was a bridge mm. too far or something like that. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, that's your information about that. Hey, uh, let's get uh, what to what you did this week. You got an Amiga A five hundred. I heard the Mini. Is that true? So I've been I've been back and forth with this for a long time about the Amiga A five hundred Mini, oh and gosh. I was like, you know what, Populous uh, was was uh, you know designed, developed, released on the Amiga A five hundred first, and I said, you know what, 
I got to have it. You know, I said A500, but it was definitely on the Amiga platform. Might have been the, uh, anyway, the A500 was uh, mostly made for gaming. Yeah, so yeah. that would have been the one that you you want to get. Uh, so I finally picked it up, about 120 bucks. Uh, and there's still plenty in stock, apparently. It's the A500. Uh, it comes with like 20 games, which is far too few. Uh, you can sideload games into the back of this bad boy with a USB drive. That's exactly what I did. I went uh, and I found an Amiga collection out there, and I loaded that bad boy up right on the backside after I updated some firmware, of course. And then I pulled out my tank. That's what they called this mouse, this big old giant mouse that's USB uh, that comes with it. It's those two-button mouses uh, that you used to see, but it's not a ball. It's, it is a modern mouse uh, with a modern connector for USB, which you can hook up to your PC or your Mr. FPGA, which I kind of thought about doing. And then it comes with the thing that I didn't know was going to be so awesome. I don't know if this, and I haven't looked all the way through, but the controller that comes with this thing, is made, it is absolutely the best controller out of all the, vin, all the minis that I've gotten. It is the A500 controller. This thing is butter. It is a USB controller, uh, and you can plug it into the Mr. FPGA like I'd done before. And it did it have triggers good. back then? No, I, I don't know, know if this is actually any type of factual. Look, the Amiga lasted a longer. Commodore lived on profitably in uh, Europe much after we lost contact with them in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know if this was a uh, if this was a later. Uh, pad that that came along but this thing is just butter smooth with this this is heavy but not too heavy the buttons just have this great you know this this you probably can't hear it but it's just oh it's just so buttery smooth with the pushing it's a four directional pad with four buttons it's got a home and a menu button so like i said I'm, i'm assuming it's not it's probably based on something but i need to find out i'm digging deeper uh, hoping that on my have, trip, I can find a which real way do you flip it? Do you flip it around so that the two triggers are out? Like I'm confused. So about no, it. You, it is kind of confusing where the where the cable is at. But no, you uh, you, you hold it like oh, this, okay, yeah, okay. like like a normal controller with gotcha. the little triggers and stuff. All right. uh, but I was really impressed. This is how you navigate the menu. This is how some of the games work, but a lot of them. And it shows you little icons when you load up the Amiga yeah. A500 Mini. Right. It'll show you what it uses, whether it uses mouse or if it uses this guy, the little controller, or if it's multiplayer, single player, that kind of stuff. Right. Pretty slick package. It, it, it come well packaged. I can't recommend this enough. This is one, probably one of my favorite minis uh, that I've gotten, the, and I like. Did it come with that like, controller? You said, or no? no. It did. That's it what did. it came with. Okay. It came with the mouse and the controller, uh, and I like it a lot. And I'm I'm planning on playing some more games on it. I didn't realize. Well, I did that. The selection of games when I was playing them, I'm like, man, this was the Amiga. I just. I don't remember it being this this good, and maybe oh, people I'm, love that thing back in the yeah, day. They do. They were, oh man, just yeah. Like this week when I'm doing my uh, my homework for Play Retro, I had so many people on Twitch pop in. I've had because of Amiga. That's all you got to put. If you put it in the tag in there, Amiga, they yeah. those people are die. They swarm. Hard. Yeah. They show up. Yeah. They show up. Those that's a community that shows up, yeah. and uh, I was I had a lot of fun with these people. And like I said, I'm on my trip this week. I'm going to try to see if I can find an Amiga A500. I actually did see one in Ohio, but it was about two hours away from where we're going to be staying at. And it was a pickup only thing for about $300, which the going rate for what I've seen for one working in this kind of condition, bad price. Mm. And uh, but I just, I, I just couldn't do it. I'm like, it's two hours there, two hours back to my hotel. 
that's four hours. I don't know if I can do that. Thought about emailing the guy and going, hey, you're going to be Bob, you know, kind of this way a little bit, but you know how that goes. Sometimes people are cool about it, and other times people are like, I can't believe you would even ask. I ain't got time for your bullshit. Yeah, they don't uh, want to bring that over to you. And they're not going to leave it on the street like your TV people you keep finding TVs from, you know? (laughs) They're not going to put an Amiga 500 out there. That'd be weird. Right. Um, Does this thing, how many games on it? I meant to ask. Oh, it's, I think it's somewhere between 25 to 28. I'm looking for the box now. I think I threw it. Oh, here it is. It's not terrible. It's all right. It's it's not bad. And it's got some of the games that we love and we've talked about before. It's got the it's got the Alien Breed, which yeah. is a was a Team 17 deal. Well, I remember um that. and it comes with it comes with 25 classic Amiga games included. Now, some of these things I'm not familiar with, but I you know, like California games, know it. Got it. Uh, let's see. Quark, never heard of it. Or Quack, never heard of it. Lost Patrol, nope, don't know it. Uh, Another World. And like I said, once again. That's familiar. Worms Armageddon, I I know that one. Yeah, that's not even that old. No, that's Worms something else. Worms Worms Armageddon might be the best Worms ever made. Right. I'm not sure if that's that or not. It's got a pinball game on it. It's got some Simon. Uh, But anyway, I sideload this bad boy. And you can buy uh, a, a, a thumb drive with like, Whole freaking collection of these things. I'll just plug can. it right in there. And does like it have does it have Populous on there? Or no, no Populous. It does not have Populous. I did have to Ooh. side load, or I had to load that up. WHD load is what it's called, and it says right on the package: load your own load packaged games via USB. And I was worried at first because when I downloaded it, I went to archive.org. I grabbed uh, some some floppies, and uh, it wouldn't. I grabbed some disk images, and the format they were in, it did not seemed to like it. I updated the firmware because it said that it would like it if I did. And so I said, okay. And so then it started loading everything up and Populous ran smooth, mm. no problems. Such a great experience. That's uh, great. Highly recommend this thing. Retro Games, I think is the name of the company or something like that. Retrogames.biz. But I picked mine up off Amazon because I needed it fast. You're an Amazon you know, kind of guy. That. I get it. Well, I mean, when it's when it needs, I gotta have it fast, I'll usually order it from Amazon. If it's something that I, I can wait on, uh, you know, I'll usually try to order it direct from the uh, from the from the people who are selling it. That way, they can get the most amount of profit. Sure. But I didn't think I'd make it in time for the show this week. Well, it looks great. I think that's awesome. I love the little it's, tiny it's keyboard. I mean, the keyboard doesn't work, right? It's just like a fit. Oh thing. no, that's always the thing. And if it did, what would you do? Yeah. I mean, the buttons are so tiny, you would just fat finger everything. It's like having a um, what were those called? The the f- smartphones that failed. Yeah the the slide phones. No, the ones with no. uh, the. They were a big deal. Ras- not Raspberry. What am I trying to oh, call Oh, yeah, it? yeah. You're talking about the Blackberries. Blackberry. Freaking Blackberry. The Blackberry. Yeah. That was a boy. What a fall from grace that was real quick. Right. Anyway. But if you could, if you knew how to work one, if you had the touch, you could really get some stuff Oh, yeah. No. Nothing wrong with people. Nothing wrong with the way the keyboards work. In fact, that's was the right. biggest complaint when smartphones hit the market. They were like, I can't do the screen stuff. Right. But everybody, Google and Apple were like, yeah, you will. And we did. <laughs> So <laughs> and we figured it and out. And we figured it out. Um all right, well let's get into the meat of today's program. We've had a bun. Now it's time for the meat. Mm. We'll get to another bun later. What happened to the the lettuce, cheese, and tomato and that kind of stuff? That's for that's for later. That later. We save it for later. Okay, we pull later. it to the okay. side, we cover it in mustard, right. and we do this. Shall we play a game? We shall indeed. Let's talk about populace. You, the player, are God. <gasps> lower g lower g. lower case g yeah uh and as such has world altering powers all right 
You can mm-hmm. use this for the betterment of one's own dev- devotees or the detriment of unbelievers. So you can be a nice, happy, friendly God in 1989 <laughs> in back, in, with tiny little pixel graphics, or you can be a total poo-poo head yeah. and rain down terror on your people, and there's nothing they can freaking do about it. It's complain, maybe. Yeah. And this was a new thing. Nobody really, this was like new game type, new genre birth mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, in many ways. And uh, I would say in all the ways that matter. And a lot of people, a lot of friends of mine, completely hooked on the game populace. Here's what it sounded like when they fired it up. <laughs> very quiet game there's just these like noises there's another one and another one yeah that's basically it <laughs> the game yeah. didn't have a lot of didn't have voice actors didn't have a whole bunch of ambient noise it just kind of had this occasional you know oh it's flooding yeah yeah and you would is it was they were using uh the audio also to let you know when you were being attacked mm-hmm. uh there's a heartbeat going on that lets you know uh, how your population is going against your rival god's population, the faster the heartbeat, uh, the the more urgency you should have is the other god is winning, and uh, you don't want that. No, um, but it was really revolutionary in its ideas. Like, I actually think the interface now is really hard to get, get my head around. I don't, I don't like it. Like right. a lot of games back then, they were trying new things, and, you know, we hadn't really perfected the way mice were going to work exactly or how a controller might handle this in the console versions. Like we were just kind of newbies then. Um, but it, it was about to blow up and get real big for them. And I think there's a, there's a new populist game coming out, right? Um, What's it called? Oh, Crap. Mm, there's there's goddess. Uh, is there a proper populist game coming out? I'm uh, not I sure. I do was. know that Peter uh, Molinaise. You're just going to call him Molinaise. It's fine. Go I'm not going to call him the same name twice. Eh, uh, Peter, uh, Peter Malamu, uh, he he was developing a 256-player uh, version of Populous on, on his own time mm. that I, I meant to go back and look to see if he had progressed any on it. He, he, I think he, he, he uh, showed a little, a little tease at the 2007 GDC uh, Game Developers uh, Conference from uh, 2017 on the postmortem mm-hmm. on Populous. If you don't watch those, they're here on YouTube. Yep. Uh, and the, and those things, I always like watching the postmortems because they kind of uh, the developers get up there and they'll talk about what what happened, how it went right, how it went wrong, and no matter what their personality it is, is 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 right there for everybody to see. And this this guy's Peter, Peter's known for being a little bit of a um, tail stretcher, maybe like likes to stretch mm-hmm. stretch the truth just a little bit, just a little bit. Yeah, little he has bit. that reputation. Uh, he not- has such a reputation that you can follow his Twitter account, mm. uh, his his alter ego Twitter account, where they actively just post lies, act game gaming lies. It's not associated well, with him not at lies. all. He's he's just saying ideas that sound outlandish, right? They're not. Like well, oh no, no. The lies. Twitter the Twitter does the Twitter absolutely lies. Now, yeah. uh, Peter uh, Molinese, uh, he he likes to uh, he likes to embellish, mm. right? Yeah, and, and what I mean by make, lies is they're not stories. they're not lying so much as they're just making stuff up. They're, I think they're making BS up. Yes, yeah. so that's just a saying, account. Which they're has just saying, to hey, with, there's a, here's a new idea for a game. What if coconuts were sentient and they ate, uh, right. you know, bongos for lunch or whatever? Like because he's known for those crazy ideas, 
that account is amazing because it's just like Peter Mola Moladoo. Moladoo, I think they Moladoo, I think part two. I this obviously isn't him, right? That's no, what it that's, says. That's definitely it's a parody not him. account. Uh, he's also known for I don't know some real ups and downs, like uh, the you know Bullfrog did real well for a while and then kind of right. pooped out for a while, and then their relationship with EA got strained. And they ended up doing some stuff with Microsoft directly and became a solely owned mm-hmm. subsidiary with Lion. What was the name of the? Yeah, Lion. Is it Lionhead? No, Lion, Lionhead. Lion, that's it. Lionhead. Is it Lionhead? That's right. It's definitely Lionhead. And, um, you know, did the Fable games. And I don't know where he is now or what his role is now anywhere. Right. Probably nothing. Probably just. Oh, I'm sure chilling. he's doing something. This guy is all. He's always got his, his fingers in the big beans. He's always doing something. Hmm. He's always listen. I'm trying to look him up now to see what he's doing today because me and you both are in the same boat. We're getting ready to both head on trips mm-hmm. and we studied as much as we could. And every week it always surprises me and shocks me. I go, oh, we can cover populace. No problem. And then I find out there's this huge, huge history behind it. And then I get I get totally there's lost. There's always and, way more than you think, it turns out. Right. Uh, let's see. What is he doing now? Uh, he doesn't really say what he's doing right now. I'm sure if I went somewhere, we'd find out. Maybe we'll figure it out as we go along. You know what the game but, reminds uh, me of? The game is basically a land flattener simulator. Like yeah. You spend yeah. a lot of time <laughs> making if terraforming you, decisions, you know? Right. And, and if you never played Populous, that's what that's what it is. It's really, I mean, the smiting part and, and irritating uh, and griefing uh, the, the other deities, people. That's really the smallest part of the game. That's the that's the thrilling part. Most of it is about terraforming the surface so that we can be flat, so that your uh, your your peeps can uh, build larger, bigger buildings, so that your your people will become stronger, so that when they uh, engage with the with the other. Uh, the other people that they will win. Mm. And so it's all about raising and lowering uh, areas. Right. And uh, that that's the whole game. It's almost, whole a, game. I would argue it's like a puzzle game kind of, you know, it kind of is way. a puzzle. It's an environmental uh, puzzle you have to solve. It's like, okay, if I, if I, if I up this many levels and make it flat, then this house will, will show up. If there's according to how many grids around the house there is, it will then expand to the next technology tree and it'll instantly just pop up. You know, it'll be the next thing. And you keep building it up. You go from like, you know, a hut to, to like a little stone building to like a big castle. And the big castle, of course, can hold more people. Uh, and that comes into play, especially later in the game. But man, you will just play this game forever because it is such a slow grind mm-hmm. that is so addictive. Yeah. That's I mean, great... I only got past probably the first four or five maps in in this game because you can sit down and play, you know, you know, two three hour sessions easy. Yeah, easy. Oh yeah, without without blinking an eye. This is one of yeah. those just one more time, one more time, one more time kind of games. Yeah, it's because not even, it's the not only really there's only but... one way to win, and yeah. that's just like a lot of these strategy games we played later on, yeah. where you, you got to wipe out the other guys entirely. And one of the ways you can expedite that is. As you're going along and you're building your population, mm-hmm. populace, wow. uh, the more people you have, the more god mana you get. So you get a little bit of respect, and it starts sliding up across this bar, and you have god influences that you can uh, that you can 
you know, due to the land, you can, you can drown people, you know, flood people, earthquakes, you can, you know, make people nights, you can inspire people to go in certain areas or to, to focus on certain types of, uh, task, not directly. You can just have an influence, right? Mm -hmm. I still say, I still say the Amiga version is the best looking version. The one I played was, I think just a PC port, but. Right. Did you play like a SNES port or the Genesis port? Uh, I tried the, so I had a really hard time getting DOSBox stuff to work for me at all this week. So I played almost entirely the SNES game that was made. I posted a link. If you go down in the notes to where can I play this today, there's Mm -hmm. a place called PCJS.org. And you can play uh, Populous right there and you get to install it. From the disc that are available, so you kind of like you just you click on a couple of buttons, you install it, and it creates a disc image that you can then download and play in DOSBox. Whoa! I was Whoa. blown away. So you can start playing it in the browser. It's pcjs.org. It's impressive, and it it really is impressive. It was actually not a problem playing this in the browser, mm. and this the DOS version. Uh, and then I got along a certain way, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna. I'm, what's this little button? It says download the image, and it is just it's right there. It's the snapshot of what you got there. It's the IMG file. That's awesome. And you can just play play that in Retro Arch if you got DOSBox Pure. Fires right up. Do you Love know the it. last version of Populous made? That's. I guess I was confused about what was being made. There is something coming out of X Lionhead, X Fro- uh, Bullfrog people, and I don't remember what it, what it is. Sure but the thing I remember is Populous DS, which came out in 2000, yes. freaking eight. Yeah, yeah. That's Isn't a that long crazy? time ago. Yeah, I can't believe they've let this series sit like this, you know? They've let it sit. But, you know, it is such primordial DNA that is really just found its way to being a part of so many games. Even yeah. though, you know, can you make just a flat God game now? Oh, I think shit. you could, uh, but it's kind of a risk, right? Because we have, we have God game Dang. elements in a lot of other games. <laughs> I can't hear anything. You okay. can't hear anything. What happened? I can hear you now. Sorry, my headphones. Oh got no! Yanked. Did your did your Amazon uh, used <laughs> headphones? Did they uh, screw you over no, this time for sure? I gotta. I don't know what I'm gonna do with these. I don't like them. <laughs> I think I'm gonna return them because why? What were they thinking? <laughs> anyway, sorry. Uh, what was my point? Oh yeah, you were talking about how it's primordial ooze. I agree. A lot of games have taken uh, concepts from it and integrated right. it in other ways, including some of their own follow ups like Black and White, which we'll get to later is this amazing uh, game by uh, Molyneux and, and crew that right. is basically uh, populist just with a slightly different take. And right. uh, it's, it's very cool. So, so yeah, I I'm, I'm with you in that, like who needs a new populist when, uh, you know, 90% of city builders, management games, whatever they, they all include aspects of, uh, right. of this original vision. My favorite quote though, from back in the day was this Peter Molyneux said in an interview <laughs> That populace was uh, like it is, meaning the the raising and drop, the, the terraforming aspect. He says right. that was in there because of my incompetence as a games programmer. He says the reason uh, the feature raise the land, lower the land was there was because I couldn't get the little people to navigate around the coast of the damn game. Right. That's amazing. I love it. It is amazing. And there's actually, I started real, there is just so much backstory. Not a lot of animosity, but you can read uh, from some of the things that uh, uh, Glenn Corpus, who is also a developer on the game, he had started the development of the game on the uh, Atari ST. Mm. And he was trying to create 
the game mechanic, he was trying to create a, like a, a like a take on a game called Spin Dizzy, mm. which is kind of raising and lowering blocks. And so he was making he was kind of like making the engine for what this would eventually be. And then uh, Peter, uh, oh, I'm going to call him this time. Molyneux Mala, is the uh, name. So think Molyneux. Yeah, Molyneux, and you're good. Right, Molyneux. <laughs> so now that, so he got it, and he figured out a way uh, to kind of work that into a game. And like you said, trying to, you know, the damn people walking off the land, which they can do. And you could accidentally do just that. I made a mistake in my in, in, in my uh, omnipotence, yeah. I said I'm going to flood this my opposing uh, god people, and uh, I flooded them. And then my mana was still high, and so just a little bit later, I did what's called I think I think it's called it's, it's uh, uh, Armageddon, I believe is what the, what it's oh. called. But you click on it, okay. and what happens on Armageddon is everybody and all, all the buildings disappear, and everybody on the screen heads to, towards each other and they all out fight. And uh, if if you have more people, more populace, you're going to win. And mm-hmm. I did. And that's what I did. But what I did not take consideration was that I had blown away my land bridge from one side to the other. Oh, we can't have that. <laughs> when, I, uh, when, I, when I had flooded the place. Yeah. And so all my people were going to the water because I did have it turned on to allow people to drown. Oh, and so that's shit. what they did. They just all headed to the coast and went bloop, bloop, bloop. That's almost bloop. as bad as in The Sims when I uh, blocked the bathroom door with a new toilet I installed and the guy peed himself to right. death. <laughs> or held his piece along and killed him. He died in the living his, room. His, yeah, his uh, bladder exploded and he died. Yeah, yeah. And you could even yeah. look, I mean, honestly, The Sims, which is, you know, a decade later, um, Sim City, which wasn't too much further, for far away Sim, from this. Sim City actually was. I was it four months before or four months four after. Months they were in development after? at the same time. I think after, but I'm not positive about right. that. Right, they were they were in development at the same time. They there wasn't like they were all on the same page. I think uh, uh, Molyneux also talked about this in some interviews. He says that when he took when he was shopping this populist game around, you know, I was like. What this? There's nothing like this. We what? What is this supposed to be? How mm-hmm. is this? You know, we can't get behind this. But he said other people were also doing simulation games along the same lines about the same time, and so it kind of, they kind of boosted him in the eyes a little bit, and it's like okay, this is like this is like a trend yeah. coming. So check out this awesome quote from 2015. Peter Molyneux was uh, currently embroiled in a big controversy around the Goddess game, which we'll talk about. Yes. A little bit. Um, they were bad reviews right now, still. Yeah, terrible reviews. Mainly their business model for it was right. bad. Um, but anyway, it was supposed to be the big second coming of this God game genre that, yeah. he, that he helped invent. And um, in 2015, he said, uh, at the center of this raging controversy, he said his, uh, regarding Goddess anyway, he says he has finished talking to the press, quote, it's over. I will never speak to the press again, unquote. He's not talked to gaming press since 2015. He's done. Maybe that's why we're having trouble finding out what his current status is, because that's where a lot of this news comes from, his interviews. And I read a lot of interviews. Uh, so that that is interesting. I can't blame him, because, but he kind of gets what he deserves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because when you, when you skate on... Uh, you know, being sarcastic about things all the time, and you know, dropping stories like, you know, he really embellished the the ga- the, the the selling of of populace, which is fine, is fascinating, but at some point in time, 
if you if you go too far and no one can tell if you're being serious anymore, it kind of can be disruptive, right? Yeah. So I mean, yeah, uh, and people can get their feelings hurt. It's like, hey, I worked really hard on that game, and and this dude's over here, you Talking know, smack, yeah. claiming it was baked beans. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, yeah. Uh, you, you know what I really it, like? He it, said uh, he said back in '82 or when he was working in '82, he was just starting to get into programming. Um, yes he would have been like 18 or 19 or something at the time. Yeah. Um, he started distributing and selling con or uh, floppy disks, which contained video games for Atari and the Commodore 64. Uh, he, he believed that this was going to be a hot new thing. And so here's this quote. I love this quote. Uh, he was creating a game, a text-based business simulation game at the time called the entrepreneur. Yes. Um, and he says in those days, you could literally call a game space Bob attacks Mars and sell about 50 million <laughs> copies. So why wouldn't I do that, he says. Yeah. I mean, I agree. Why wouldn't you yeah. do that? Why wouldn't you do that? People that say don't sell out have never had the opportunity to sell out. You know what I'm saying? So it's mm -hmm. like, yeah, give, yeah. Me, give me the money. And, and it was a tough struggle because I, I, the, he jokes a lot and he, you know, he, he uses a lot of, you know, he, he, he just, he, you know. Anyway, you have to take it with a grain of salt, everything he says. But there are some things I do believe because he talks about his EA deal that they only got like 10, 12 percent of royalties out of the deal. This became EA's uh, what, like one third of EA's uh, income for yeah. for 89 was from selling uh, uh, populace. Mm -hmm. He had to wait like six months, which was it wasn't totally unheard of uh, for them to start giving him any money. So he knew he was. He was rich because this is a really fast, successful game, uh, and critically and financially, uh, really quick. And he had to see that success and not see any money from it for you know, for you know, six months or something. And you can imagine being that age, being young like that, with all the expenses that come with all those things, waiting for that money. Mm -hmm. You've won the lottery. Yeah, you gotta wait six months. Yep. It's pretty weird. That's tough. But he, I mean, uh, I don't think EA exists in the form that they went on to exist in or even the the form they're in now without some of this early success on the backs yeah. of people like Molyneux. They like, took a chance. Yeah, they and really they, did. It, it, it really paid off. But they did case. not have a happy ending, uh, those two companies. No, no they He did left not, there and, okay. woo boy, boy, did they, that was an acrimonious, horrible departure uh, before they went and started Linehead. And Linehead's first game was black and white yes um he still had literally a tiny staff. it was literally black and white yeah it was literally black and white <laughs> um he paid he paid all the money up front for that six million dollars in dev costs to make yeah, that game yeah. like he, he was pretty serious he, about it he doesn't mind taking a chance mm -hmm. and that's that's people who are successful use those kind of uh, risk takers and he definitely a risk taker love it yeah it's and uh, I, but I love this guy. I never played Populous. I never played it one time. I seen it. I knew what it was. I didn't get it. I'm like, oh, it's another one of these. But mm -hmm. I did not know that it was the OG God game. And that when I started playing it, it felt just like when I first started playing Minecraft. The first time I, I can still remember vividly when I first started Minecraft. And I, I, you know, they just, I didn't read any directions. They just plop me right in the middle of something. And I'm like, what the hell am I supposed to do here? And, you know, I start chopping at something. I'm like hitting the ground. And I'm like, oh, and that, okay, that's the game mechanic. I, you know, I, I chop my hand and I, I chop stuff and I'm like, okay. And then I walk over to, you know, different things, chopping stuff. And I'm like, okay, this is dumb. Hmm. I, I don't understand it. I hadn't gotten to all the crafting and the nuances because with this is one of those games. 
easy to, you know, easy to kind of figure out some of the early stuff, but then to master it becomes really hard. It felt the same way when I started this game. Like, what the hell am I supposed to be doing? Yeah. All I see is I can raise and lower land. And what is, what is this crap over here? The tutorial was not a tutorial. Don't call it a tutorial if it's really just sandbox mm -hmm. because that's what they do. They drop you somewhere. They're basically just saying, uh, this one doesn't count, but you can do all the things you normally do. And uh, there's no there's no directions or anything. You're still trying to figure out what the hell am I supposed to do here? And you finally figure it out after you raise and lower some stuff, and you know the buildings reconfigure, and like, oh, mm -hmm. yeah, oh, okay, it, it sinks but, in. Um, but that's how these games in. were back then. Nobody was like, you know, yeah, yeah, you didn't you didn't have the memory no. uh, to put that in there. So you couldn't you do tutorials. You book. couldn't you didn't have the internet to go to and go, oh, look at this huge resource of no. how to play the game. You can do that now for the game, but. But back yeah. then, none of that stuff existed. And even the manuals were, you know, usually a little bereft of, of detail. Yeah. So, yeah, you've never you seen this game. Yeah. If oh, you've yeah. never seen this game, it's so exhilarating. If you like controlling tiny people on a board game, because mm -hmm. that's what this is. It's got this, it's got this book, open book on one side of the screen and an isometric view uh, that lays out the whole world. And then you got like this mana bar thing that looks like it's ancient. And it's got like this little bar that slowly scrolls up on the mana that shows you what different influences and, and you know, actions you can take. Uh, and then the middle screen where you navigate is just it looks amazing. And like I say, everything else like a board game. You could like where you're choosing the options for what you're going to have your God do. It, it looks like little places where you could, you know, just you'd have little pieces and things. God, I want to play this board game. They made a Lego version of this. Did what? you know that? No, I did not know that. How old's that? That must be not that Lego old. Lego did not. It's older than Populous because during the design uh, phase, they made a Lego version of this to kind of like proof of concept it. Uh, and, and they and they said it sucked. But still, <laughs> it was really nice to proof of concept it. And maybe some influences in how, uh, you know, it, it clicks and navigates and your experience is going to be different, by the way. I played a, a, I played a little, a few minutes of almost each one of the ports for the Populous, yeah, the first yeah, one. Yeah. Um, and according to the technology, like uh, the SNES, Nintendo's always been really good at scrolling real time with their games. Yeah. No different here. Uh, you have like total control of movement, whereas like the Genesis one, it was kind of, it was like kind of from point to point it would like kind of jump a little bit yeah. point 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 game boy was super like that it's yeah. i don't know how anybody plays the game boy one but if that was your favorite game good on you yeah good it on you for, for yeah I, I agree by the way the it's snes version of the game speaking of which is pretty good i played that the most because i couldn't get dosbox to do what i needed it to do this was fine yeah. i didn't play the genesis version i assume it looks similar the genesis one was better was it do you think I think I it was better. Play I played the then. SNES version first, yeah. and then I launched out the uh, Genesis version. And I I don't know exactly what was different, but it it I enjoyed myself more in the. I felt frustrated lots of times. I didn't feel like I could navigate around like I wanted to. Even which is should be backwards because there's more buttons on the SNES controller. Yeah, maybe that's my problem. Maybe too many buttons. Yeah, sometimes too many buttons is a problem, right? Yeah. Um, plus, they had a couple of years to kind of tweak it out. These, these uh, console versions came out in two, or I'm sorry, 1990, I believe. Right. And, right. Oh, there it is, one right there on later. screen. And um, yeah, I mean, you know what? I gotta go try the Genesis version now. Yeah. I kind of like the contrast better. Yeah, like I said, there's something about it. It just seems to work a little. Now, Bommy in the chat room. 
know who Mommy is. Uh, he's uh, he's he's saying that it was it was more modeled towards like the Amiga, which I agree because I played the Amiga version and I felt very comfortable with it. I well, and you're moving the mouse like a cursor and like a right. mouse cursor instead of using a you know a grid basically is right. what the other one did. Wink, wink, wink. Um, yeah. Well, now you got me wanting to go back and try that. I didn't. It's an addict. It's an addicting game, man. I. I kind of it reminds me of stuff like Farmville, even though you know Farmville has more than just God game in it, but it's definitely got that addiction. I never knew that raising and lowering land would be so satisfying, but I could totally see myself doing this on a, on a cell phone. Oh, it can be sure it can be super day. fun, no question about it. Yeah. So now let's dive into what was the sequel. It sounded uh, like this. This is the whole game. Very minimal sound. Weird heartbeat. The whole freaking game. Yep, some more bubble sounds. Except when people die. And they just... Yeah, they do a lot of... I didn't capture capture too much of that. But it is a a pretty big update in visuals. Um, Yeah. Characters have more animation. The worlds look a little more detailed. All that kind of stuff. It's a a huge upgrade. If, If I was to say... I, if I told if anybody was asking me, should I play Populous? I'd like I'd like peek in first a couple of minutes just to just to look at the game mechanics. But you don't have to go through too many skirmishes before you just can go ahead and graduate to Populous to Trials of Olympian Gods from '91. It is by far the superior game. Uh, it looks better. It plays better. Uh, you get to name your own uh, deity instead of the first one. Didn't really deal with your character at all no. you just yeah. you're just clicking on things right. it's implied uh but here you're actually a god or a demigod uh and and you can name them and you can choose <laughs> one of my favorite parts i it's still the same old isometric it's still the pretty much the same game but updated visuals like scott said you're still raising and lowering land but at the very beginning you get to choose your uh your god and you get to choose like their hair their i think it's their hair eyes and chin mm. and based on that this blew my blew my mind when I uh, watched a documentary on on the development of this thing. Uh, they talked about those have factors that influences the opposing AI. So if you pick an aggressive looking uh, god, then you may end up with a different gameplay. And I'm like, wow, that's some attention to detail, right? Yeah, there. it is. And, uh, yeah, wow. and I really dug it. I like Populous too. Like this this one you could really hang out with. It's Amiga, DOS, Genesis, SNES. You know what I like about it? The water has waves. Look at that. The water has waves, more animation. Uh, yeah. You start running into, you have more powers, and now they're categorized uh, in sections, usually by like, you know, like fire, water, uh, and that type of thing. You get to choose early on. Uh, you get to level up your god, mm. uh, but you get to choose early on, like what things you'll kind of specialize in. It's like, oh, I'm a water god. And so you kind of choose the, I'm the god of water. Yeah. And uh, there's a guy that does it, Poseidon, I think it is, but he's a, He's a real god, right? Not a demigod, well, right? Well, uh, Poseidon was full god status, and he was all about water. He was ocean. Right, right. Yeah. And so, uh, <laughs> but you get a lot of Greek mythology here and a lot of fun things to look at. The first one was pretty much just people, some trees, uh, an ank or a skull, according to which side you were on. In this one, you start getting uh, flying Medusa heads, I believe, because oh, like at fantastic. 75%. Yeah. If anybody gets to seventy five percent, suddenly these mythological creatures start showing up, mm. and uh, that's when it gets interesting. Starts to kick off. Uh, here, yeah. here's Poseidon taking a dump. There you go. That's a Poseidon dump. 
Uh, but, like, all right. There's a lot of interesting things. You got the heartbeat is back again. Yep. Uh, and you got, you, like I said, you, you got all these screams and yells. The, the sound plays even a, a, a greater. Oh, uh, for sure. Because the first one was really sparse. So it was nice yeah. to have an additional. Uh, now, this is one I did not play back in the day. Um, messed around with the Genesis, or sorry, the uh, SNES version again for this. It might just be I don't have the ROMs for Genesis. I'll have to go look. You might but anyway, not. look at this. Look yeah. at these fire piles. Oh, like yeah. I said, there's it's, great. it's it's just it's just the worst of god behavior, you know, the burning people, which by the way, the animations, the little sprite animations, mm-hmm. this is all 2D still. Yep. The sprite animations are hilarious when they when they burn up. It's yep, kind of like that old cartoon. Uh, yeah. yeah, like the old cartoon stuff where somebody get gasoline on them and then they would just poof into an ash or something and yeah. they just like fall Us- apart. Usually uh Roadrunner or uh, sorry, Wiley Coyote or Wiley something. Wiley Coyote, yeah. 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 It's great. It's a it's a very fun uh how do I put this? This is the this might be the most ultimate God game-ish that the series would get, yeah. uh, in my opinion. Because what came next, which we'll talk about now, is called The Beginning. In the beginning, there was darkness. This lady's very quiet. Then from yeah. the darkness... Then she gets louder. ...in the mana. And with the mana... The- because, it, real quick, just to say, we were bad at sound mixing in the <laughs> early 2000s, late 90s. We were bad. As yeah, we were. We've talked about this before. This is 98, 99, Windows and PlayStation. So we got some multimedia. Yeah, going on. It's we were, a, we're gonna get some real voice work. Yeah, it's it, right? it's not like the voices are bad or anything. It's just the sound mixing. Nobody knew how to get volumes right. It was just a bad time. Right. Like it, it was, yeah, weird. Three D graphics. We've moved into the realm of being real three. It was still isometric, but we got three D graphics. Yeah. So check out what she. So she has more to say. Hang on. Here you go. The visions. We were not alone. There were other worlds, other tribes, moving through the heavens like a plague. Oh, my Lord. What a bunch of scary (laughs) bullshit. They were the plague? Who was the plague there? I don't know. Well, there was a lot more war in this game. So that was the big difference. This game became more of a strategic war simulator. Yeah. Which yeah. Uh, a lot of populist fans at the time did not like, but this game is well regarded now. People talk about it in oh, yeah. hushed tones. It was it was it was still a good game, but if you're going in the steps of populist and going, let's refine it, let's refine it, they really jumped over and took a lot of things which were really popular at the time, like real time strategy. The the landscape was was evolving. Uh yeah, so this is it's still kind of it's not really isometric now, right? It's kind of I mean, it is, it's but it top, rolls. It's kind of top downish, but it's three D isometric. I yeah. guess it's an odd aesthetic, to be honest, because it's not. Yeah. It's not like what we think of when we say isometric today. But, right. Uh, you know, whatever. It's new three D. Everything looked kind of PlayStationy, a little bit ugly, yeah. uh, nasty looking temple. Look at that with a repeating fire. All <laughs> oh, this big, this lightning bolt that just came out. It's all very dumb. Is that what our face is on the top of this week? Yeah, that's it's one of those. <laughs> although it's from, is it from this one? Yeah, it is from this game. <laughs> right. So I put, I made this week's art. It's hard to make this art sometimes because some games we talk about don't yeah. lend themselves to making us characters. So I just put us, I just put us on top of a couple of old temples, pixelated temples, and it's good enough. There, there was, a, you know, the, the the market was starting to get kind of crowded, and there it is. And there, you know, a lot of real time strategy games are showing up. We got forex games in here now, so you know, it it just wasn't the hot fresh flavor, and it just did it okay. Looking back, of course, you go like, "Oh, this this was this was a solid game. This is a solid gameplay, a natural progression of where populist should have been going." It makes sense in in retrospect. Mm-hmm. 
yeah. but uh, at the time. Yeah, yeah, I think it's. I think the game. I think this kind of game is even further. Fur, further uh, exposition could happen. Somebody could really. And I know they already do. There's a ton of games, God games out there. There's a million of them, indies, and right. you know all kinds of different games like that. Uh, but I don't think anybody's captured the magic of the of the original stuff. Like they haven't I quite haven't got seen there. It. I yeah. think we all had high hopes for Goddess, but I don't think yeah. Goddess didn't it, do it. Black and white did. Um, but yeah. again, that's you know that's back in this era. And uh, mm-hmm. it doesn't, you know, in a modern yeah, black way. Black and white, 2001, yeah. if you've forgotten. That's right. It is 22 years old now. Yep. Uh, this is is definitely in that vein of the retro stuff. It's starting to look it, too. I hate to say yeah. it. It's, yeah. uh, boof, man. I thought, when I remember when I got it, and I remember thinking, well, graphics will never look this good ever. Like, right. But look at these stupid little polygons. I mean, oh my at God. the very least, like the little angel and the devil dude. They were right. at least, uh, you know, we were using voodoo cards by then and had some early GeForce cards and stuff like that. So you kind of had some decent texture uh, or GPU work going on, but it right. still was right. real. It's real low rent. looks pretty bad. Yeah, it is. What's we, we are kind of getting into that, uh, the grow the 3D growing years. We, we perfected. It's, it's hard going from perfected 2D sprites that can look amazing to our first steps into 3D. It, it, it's bumpy. It's an awkward it's phase. Road. It's like kids going yeah. to junior. I go from junior high to high school. It's just awkward. Yeah, it's hard. Uh, real quick, here's some sound from that game too. How to move? Let's see. You move your hand in the direction you want to travel, like this. So finally, <laughs> tutorial. Some real direction. Yeah, it's some actual Thank damn you. tutorials, man. Right. I finally got to it, but I remember having to upgrade my PC to play this. I remember right. it crashing constantly in Windows ME, and I had to reinstall Windows. <laughs> oh MT. God, that yeah. wasn't that wasn't the game's fault. That was Windows ME. No, right? that is one hundred percent Windows mess. That was right. such a mess. ME was a nightmare. Oh my gosh, it what a fun. goof! They should not. Right. You know what? My, Microsoft should never actually stop taking heat about Millennial Millennial Edition. Right. They can <laughs> have a so million other forget. things. They got all these other great <laughs> successes they can talk about. They can talk about the great right. success of cloud and Azure and Xbox and everything else. <clears throat> but somebody should every day, once a day, right, remind Ding. them that Millennium Edition came out and it was utter and complete garbage poop. It was so yeah. bad. It oh, look bad. at these people. They're cracking me up. Anyway, Black yeah. and White. I think Black and White is the real spiritual successor to the Populous yes. games. It introduced this thing where you were a god, but you had these demigod type sort right. of creatures. Like well, I like the monkey because he threw his poo at everything. Um, and he's a giant, like twelve story monkey that throws a shit at, at the right. villagers, and you control all of that. Um, this game deserves, I, like tomorrow, if they said, if EA or somebody said we're making a new black and white, and we're gonna, I would lose my mind. I'd be so excited. Yeah, I would yeah. be worried because I don't know who's making it. Peter Molyneux's well off the, you know, the wagon here, so he's not going to do this. But I would play a new black and white. Hell yeah, I would. Oh yeah, we totally play that. But you know, bring it on. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, but I'm still, I'm still loving uh, the populace. So I, can I, can I, do I have room for uh, a new black and white in my life too? Yeah, you know what? Just, yes, you do. I'm going to say you do. Although they could do it, like they don't have to do top down. You know, they could do a lot of things. You could do a freaking first person version of that game that just zooms yeah. out once in a while and lets you do weird stuff. But stomping through I, your town with your monkey and destroying everything and throwing a poop at the priest. I mean, what, what more fun can right? you have? I played I played this the least of of all the games and I maybe because it was the last on my list maybe it just 
I, I'm playing a shaman. I don't really feel like I'm playing as a god here. Uh, it's you know, it's it's got it's. I I think my like I said, I, I it's probably just like everybody back in the day. Mm. I had certain expectations, and I had set them. By the time I got to this third one, I was mm. like, I don't want Michael Keaton as Batman. You know, it was just it is how it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I get it. <laughs> it's the way it is. Look, uh, right the. The the announcement, I mean, even just the announcement of Black and White, I remember the gaming press losing it. Magazines yeah. were covering it. Everybody was talking about it. If we'd have had the internet in the way that we have it now back then, this would have been just unbelievable news. If it happened tomorrow, if tomorrow Molyneux said, hey, I got the rights to Black and White, we're doing a new one. Yeah. Everybody would shit themselves. They would absolutely Black and White their butts, right? They right would. There. They'd freak yeah. out. So I, as much as, you know... I, I, lots of honor and love and stuff in the direction of populism. I stood, you know. I stood in Fry's Electronics and debated on getting this game black and white. Hell yeah, you did for at least thirty minutes. <laughs> Easily that, right? I think I ended up just buying a copy of ME and going home. Oh well, then you made a horrible <laughs> error. I'm glad you didn't play the game on your ME Windows box though. It's a piece right. Of, piece I, of I, I definitely made the wrong choice. I crashed in that on that damn operating system. An average of five times a day. Yeah. I didn't. I, I don't think my ME experience was as bad as other people, but I did deal with a lot of other people using ME. Wasn't ME that, uh, I forget exactly. I was I was already running like two or three different operating systems, and ME was just kind of like my play, play toy. And so well, I mean, they went so 98 was really strong. 98 was solid as, right. as a rock. ME was supposed to be the hot new consumer level thing. Right. But the I think same I even year, hit Windows 2000 before I even... Yeah, Windows I 2000, like early which was... Build of 2000. 2000 was basically network or NT edition. NT, yeah. And that was solid as a rock. No no issues. Yeah. I don't know who's in trouble of ME. Or who was in trouble? Who was in charge of? <laughs> who was in charge of it? Yeah. But we'll what, never know because he was fired and then buried under yeah, the building. Yeah, he's not even... He doesn't exist anymore, whoever that was. <laughs> what a bummer. That thing sucks so bad. Uh, anyway, a lot to love. And I, you know, I, the, the one I'm drawn to go back and play, and now that you're telling me about the Genesis version, I think I'm going to go play a little of two uh, on the on the Genesis just to see how I feel yeah, about if it. Yeah, if I was emulating this, it's, of course, easier uh, up and downing uh, land using a mouse. But the Genesis was not bad. It would, it was, it, it controlled pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I... It's funny. It's funny the games that stand out uh, when they're when they're multi-platform back then. Every right. once in a while, you'd be like, "Oh well, I assume the SNES version's better because of these this and this and this." And it always turns out it's like, "No, the Genesis yeah. version surprise, was better." Surprise. And then same thing on the SNES version. It'd be like, "Oh, I'll bet that Genesis really did that game better." And it turns out, no, they didn't. Mm-hmm. You know, because people were port. They weren't the same people porting half this shit. Yeah, it was they, like, yes, right. You had you had one team uh, porting something over here, another team porting something over there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you, if you if you got the right uh, deal, you got a good game. If you didn't, then uh, or even like we talked systems. about with uh, Aladdin, two totally different houses made the yeah. SNES version versus the Genesis version, and the Genesis version is the one that was like really critically acclaimed, and the SNES version was mm-hmm. kind of meh. But mm-hmm. they weren't the same game. They weren't even like bad ports of each other. They were totally different games. And which, we've talked about this before. It's like uh, the Super Famicom. It's, J- Japan seemed to. Oh, well, I won't get into it. But anyway, Japan seems to do a much better job with their stuff. I mean, if you win retrospect, than some of this, uh, some of this Super Nintendo. I, stuff I agree. They're the pretty US. good at their ports and stuff. Yeah. Uh, good job, Japan. We love you. All right. We love you. But why don't you love us back? Love us back, Japan. What's your problem? Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yep. It's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah. I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. Okay, we are going to now move over to this and do this. Destroy it. <laughs> now, if you've never heard of this thing here that we do, it's called Guess My Game. And it's exactly I, what you it's think it is. It's the bacon part of the cheeseburger analogy. Yeah, we're in the bacon, and the bacon is really good. I like Sizzling. the bacon. Uh, the meat was good. Don't get me wrong. That was a well-done <laughs> burger. But now we got the bacon. We're kind of upside down, though, I guess. Oh, crap. I'm just looking at our hints. And either you copied my, my uh, text or... We have the same year, same system. We have same year, same platform. We totally Interesting. Do. Yep. 1994 Sega Genesis. Uh, I'll start. I'll play some audio. You try to guess what it is. Chat room, you're, uh, please please do throw your ideas out. But don't, Brian, look at them until you're done. Don't cheat. No I cheating. can't wait to look at them. I can't even see the chat. So that would be quite easy for me. Fair enough. Here's your audio. Uh, again, 94 Genesis. Here we go. stuff here here in a second we'll get to some gameplay some pre-gameplay here here we go oh did you hear that let me play that again weapon collected yep isn't that shotgun collected shotgun collected collected. all right let's skip ahead some here we go Okay, so I got I got three questions, right? Yep, you get three. Um, is this a four X game? Uh, not a four X game, no. Okay. <laughs> a lot of banging, a lot of bang. Right? Is this <sighs> the banging part? Sounds more like a contra game, but I don't remember any contra game where you pick up items. Oh, listen to this lady; she can't give it away. Listen. Collected. Whoops, let me do again. Data. Metapack. Metapack. Metapack, okay. Pretty good voice um, stuff for Genesis. What's that? Pretty good voice stuff for Genesis. Not Pretty bad. Good. Yeah, it's not bad. I've heard worse. Uh, is it... Um, Handgun collected. Handgun collected. Yeah, lots of collecting. Is, is this sci-fi? Yep. Kind of a sci-fi game? Yep. Okay. That's number two question. Sci-fi game, absolutely. It's a game I owned. I wish I could find it. Right. Um, I'm curious if this is one of the other games that I had almost picked this week, which would be hilarious. That would be pretty funny. Do you feel like you've done it? Does this sound familiar to like this stuff? (sighs) No, because I just read about it because I was trying to remember. Yeah. Um... Is it, uh, does it start with system? Uh, no. <laughs> no, okay. I'll tell you what it does start with, because I think that's a okay, fair okay, okay. to give you. Does it it's, start with the? It starts with a number. Oh, a number. And I'll say that that number is spelled out, not numeral. So it's it's the spelling of a number, if oh. that makes sense. Okay. So like if the that's number was four, which it is not four, but if it was four, right, right. it would be F-O-U-R, not, well, not a number four. Right. Yeah. I got you. Okay. Oh, interesting. That's a really good, interesting hit. I don't know, but that's that's a good one. Yeah. Is it? Uh, 
A suede to what? 94? Yep, Rainbow 94, six? baby. 94. Start with, you said it started with something, though. It was the year my oldest daughter was born. What the frick? Right. She has two kids now. Um, How about... I'm old. Two bad dudes. Oh, let's see. Is it two? Is it two bad dudes? <laughs> Wait, two bad dudes? No, it's not. Uh, it's not two bad dudes. Brian, let me tell you what it is. Is it three bad dudes? Nope, it's not. It's not. It's no more than one bad dude. I guess it is a movie or a game. I'm not movie. A game called. I think we may have talked about it before on the show in a different context, but it's called Zero Tolerance. Oh no! And I don't it was know this a. All, then. It was a first-person shooter in the way that. Um, Doom, or or more like Wolfenstein, is a first person shooter. It's definitely not real three right. D. It's sort oh, of fake. Wow. What's it? What's this called again? It's called Zero Tolerance. I don't think I remember this. At and it's all. very cool. It kind of has a Total Recall vibe. Um, okay. I don't know what else to compare it to, but I played a bunch of it. It's actually my biggest problem with it is it's very chop chop because that's how this stuff was. To do a first person shooter on the Genesis, you had to create oh. a fake little sliver window. And you had all this UI everywhere else, but this little window for shooting is weird. I like how this sounds, but I don't recognize anything about this game. This looks not familiar at all, but the audio sounds familiar. Who made this thing? Because I some of the audio sounds. I think it's a claim. I think so. Is it a claim? Let me see here. Uh, Accolade was the publisher. Developer was Technopop. Zero tolerance. Genesis. Hold on. I'm trying to find if there's more detail to it than that. But one of the things I love um, about it. It looks like they also developed the Amazing Spider-Man versus the Kingpin, which is a really good game. That maybe is a good game. Yeah, that is a good game. Yeah, maybe that's This is I a think. very weird thing for them, though. Um, let me yeah. see if I can find this. old. Yeah, this intro is so cool. Check this out, chat. So it's like the words are behind this dude's very cyberpunk and you see his shadow. This is one of the coolest effects I've seen in a retro gaming system. It almost feels like they made it new, but... Oh, that is way cool. Isn't that awesome? That's oh. the Genesis, right? Yeah, right? It's impressive. Nice. That, that game looked impressive. real good. I loved the hell out of it at the time. It doesn't play great now because, you know, it's yeah, D-pad you know. and choppy gameplay, and it's pretty forgiving. If you just fire in the general direction, you'll hit dudes. Um, But I like that a lot. It's real good. Yeah. All right. That's mine. You lose. Let's now go to Brian and do if his. That's mine. You lose. Jump. 94 also. Genesis also. Uh, I won't ask one of my questions just yet. Let's see what we got here. Oh, weird. Um, is it a platformer? It is yeah. an action platforming game for the Sega Genesis 1994. Is it a Disney property? Uh, you might would think so. But incorrect. Okay. Um, my third question would be: uh, Is it part of a multi-game? Uh, is it a franchise? Like there are other games in a series of them. This it may be the is first. not. It is not. It's a one-off. Oh my gosh. Um. It's really familiar. I thought it was Mickey's, that castle Mickey thing. Um, kind of has that vibe, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, shit, I'm not going to get it. What if I told you the the character's name is Richard Tyler? What? Really? 
The character's name is Richard Tyler. Yeah. Is it because this is not one of my questions, but is it a whimsical or more realistic approach to it? You know what I'm, you know what I mean? Kind of. Uh, it's kind of one of those fantasy kind of whimsicals. You know what I mean? It's. Yeah. It's kind of lighthearted, but parts are kind of turned dark like your fantasy stories. All right. It almost sounds like a Castlevania game. Yeah. You know what? I'll just say, is it a Castlevania game? No, it's okay. not. Hey, then I get a big poo-poo sound, too. Hold on. Yeah, get a big old poo-poo sound. All right. What is it? What Developed is it? by Probe Software. Yeah, that's Salt Lake uh, Company. Distributed back by in the Fox day. Video. Yeah. And licensed by 20th Century Fox because they made the movie that this game is based on called The Page Master. The Page Oh, the Page I remember that, but I was still wouldn't have gotten it. I don't remember the sound. The no, Page I, but I was I was going down a rabbit hole and I'm like, The Page Master, I remember that movie with Macaulay Culkin and yeah. uh Chris and, and Christopher uh, Christopher Lloyd Wright. Christopher, that right? Lloyd, in it? Christopher yeah. Lloyd Wright. No, that's Christopher not Lloyd it. Wright. No, wait, Just wait. Christopher Lloyd, I think. <laughs> Christopher Lloyd. No, no right left in there. No, not, not like uh, Nathan. Yep, yep. Oh, yeah. See, had, there it, it is. Patrick Stewart and Whoopi Goldberg in there. It, 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 this is one of those those fantasies where he's a page master and he's he's going through adventures in a book. Mm. Okay, so when he wait, Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, I guess that's right. Yeah, yeah, call it cooking. Yeah, this looks okay. I'm looking at it right now. It looks all right. It looks, I was shocked. I was like, wow, this looks really good. But it's late in the life of the Sega Genesis. So, you know, we kind of expect that. Platforming looks fun. Mm-hmm. Nice uh, animation. You know, yep. looks a little different. And it actually mixes in between uh, side scrolling platforming. And then you got you get to ride on a magic carpet in a few levels uh, where you're kind of like going straight into uh, some avoidance that you got to do. Hmm. That seems great. Oh, and look at yeah. these uh, this weird slime grabber he does for ceiling grabbing. If, if you sit mm-hmm. there too long, it lets go. Yeah. Oh, weird. That's it's cool. very cartoony. Yeah, very. Uh, which part of that movie I believe is as well. Oh, is it? I never saw Cartoon it. World. Never saw that movie. We should we film something like that? Some or is that a bad idea? Uh, we have not, but we need to because yeah. I would love that could be fun to see it. All right. Well, both both Brian and I are big fat losers this week. We lost. Okay. That's just the way. Big old fat losers. Big fat losers. Are, are we, though? Uh, we're winners in the end. And the winners, they, yeah. Every, the listeners are the winners. The listeners win every time. Uh, sometimes they send us texts, and uh, I'm going to read one. This came to 801-471-0462. This is from uh, an anonymous listener who says, Hi, guys. I'm listening to the River City Ransom episode, and you mentioned the Dreamcast needed an adapter to go online. It actually shipped with a 56K modem. You can buy a separate uh, broadband adapter. It's pretty hard to find now. Um, yeah, that's true. It did. I forgot. It had but, a RJ11 right there in it. It was built in. But uh, does that really, really even the internet? I did it. That's how I played uh, NFL 2K, I guess, was the when right. I played my friend. And it was sucked right. because Kim would pick up the phone and, and I'd go, honey, it's so, ruin my it, game. It is such a, you know, it is, it is so amazing what we went what we allowed to ourselves to suffer through during the uh 28 14 4 28k 56k days it's just it's rough yeah it's amazing what we would uh you know allow our mind to sit and wait on things for Mm -hmm. that long i have now in this show alone we have uploaded more data since since let's see we started an hour 24 ago We've uploaded more data here than my 56K modem at home downloaded in probably eight to 10 months. Right. 
Like it's it's really that exponential. It's crazy how different it is. Yeah. Now. And when I complain, like earlier, I had some problems with my internet earlier this afternoon, and uh, I was super pissed about it. But I remember I had to remind myself. I'm like, are you kidding me? Do you remember what it used to be like? Right. What we had to it's do. So crazy. Yeah. And it was that even really the desperation that was gaming real time on dial up is just you know. It's yep. just a t- totally different experience. We used to play, I played Dune with my friend up the street. Yeah. And we played over modem lines, and it was we did too. great until Kim picked up it the phone. Did. It and worked so, great yeah. until it didn't, and then we you think we complain about lag now. Oh, boy. No. The excuse is we flew. But I, we, I was lucky uh, during this time that all of my friends were also into computers, and mm-hmm. so we had LAN parties. Oh all yeah, got to do it that so way. That's the we, way. We we I it would it would be rare for me to look at a console and go, yeah, I'm going to do that. Yeah, I'm going to dial into my Earthlink internet, and no, let's get our PCs together on a big old eight foot yep. folding table and some monitors. Yep, that carry those big much. ass CRTs from home. Boom. Yeah. Yep. Those were the days. Look, kids one day are going to get old enough. They're not going none of this is going to make sense to them. And we're going to throw around rooms or uh, words like to- when I was your age, token ring was the standard, you know. There was token ring. They're not going to know what to do with that informa- information. No, it seems so no, foreign to a young person now. Oh, I just said young person. What is that? What is that? Them young people, young persons. Ugh. Came I out of like, me like it. A, came out of I, me like I, a wet I look forward to calling I look forward to the days when I can look I can look a middle-aged man uh, in, in the eyes and go, uh, how you doing, young man? Yeah, yeah, I look forward <laughs> to that. Look, if I grow old enough to be somebody who can do that and walk up to like a 48-year-old and go, yeah. well, hello, son. How you doing, young man? Yeah, what's up, son? What are you doing? What's up, son? Get out of here, grandpa, he'll say. He's already yeah, old I, himself. I'm old, too. I'm also old. Get away. Yeah. Uh, here's an email from a listener named Peter. This is not Peter Molyneux, though, so don't Peter. worry about that. Or May- oh. Mayonnaise. You're getting my name wrong. He says, why is he Australian? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's British. Anyway, Peter says, yeah, uh, play, play retro show at gmail.com is the email address. Says, hey, you two, I wondered if you have done the Oregon Trail. Thanks for bringing me these games and keep going, says Peter. We have not, but we should. We should totally do the Oregon Trail and see if we can die for some dysentery. What yeah. do you think? I yeah, I, it's it's an interesting question. I've thought about this a couple of times. I'm like, how engaged could I be with Oregon Trail to do an episode? Could I? It, oh, how much I think gaming? there's a lot there, dude. Because here's what here's what okay. happened: the basic constructs that would make right. up the game Oregon Trail, as old as it is and as archaic as it is. That game, so influential on even games yes. today. There are modern RPGs and other games where, like I'm playing this game called War Tales, just came out, brand new game. It's been in early access right, for right. a couple of years, just now hit 1.0. All intents and purposes, brand new game, new engine, beautiful game, all of that. But it's basically low magic medieval uh, Oregon Trail. That's what that game is. Like it steals all these ideas from that. It's like, well, if you do this right. bonus, you're going to have this problem. If you take this, if you don't take this bonus, then you won't have the problem, but you won't have the bonus. Like it's all these choices you have to make, and shit comes yeah. up that you can't control, and you're like, oh shoot, we just, you know, ran across a bunch of diseased brats or whatever, and now we got to deal with it. Like there's so much. I think I Oregon Trail. A, I just spent a week up uh, raising and lowering land, and I'm complaining about Oregon Trail. <laughs> yeah. 
No, Oregon Trail, a lot of people just brushed it off and said, well, that's an education thing. People play that at school yeah. or whatever. The first it's released in 1971. How do you feel about that? I mean, that makes it even more interesting. And the new version right. of that game that's on Apple Arcade and Steam and a couple other places, it's right. like a modern take on it. Uh, extremely good version would of that game. Would this be the oldest game that we've reviewed? If we do it, yeah. I yeah. think it would be. I think it would be. Let's do it. Let's get Oregon Let's Trail in there. Yeah, you don't scare me. I, I'm, I'm down with it. Oh, then, it looks like for a while it was also just called Oregon. Interesting. Oh, weird. It's also, there's and, a game now called Oregon Trail. Which Oregon is, Trail, which that's is great. Like, it's the same idea, but you're in a zombie wasteland. Right. And uh, it's done in the graphics of the old 70s, 80s uh, version of the game. So it's pretty cool. I wonder what the 1971 version versus the Apple IIe 1985 version. Oh, it's probably I wonder what right? the big, right. You would think so, right? Yeah. You should see the new one. It's beautiful. Is it? Okay. Oh, yeah. It's I'm still, they, 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 it's very much to the spirit of the original. Like, it's not like they went crazy or weird with it. It's just this mix of beautiful vistas and weird gra- uh, pixel graphics and Right, it's a it's a very cool take. The Steam version, yeah. Is very Game good. Loft did it, so that's you know I I usually like the stuff they do. They yeah, do some pretty they've, had, stuff. they've had a couple of real hits. They did that. They yeah. came up with uh, here recently anyway. They did the the Disney. What's the Disney one that everyone loves right now? Oh, that um, um, it's that like a it's like far. Uh, it's kind of like Animal Crossing, uh, Magic Kingdoms. That's is that it? Disney Magic Kingdoms. I right? think that's I think it. it. Whatever that is, yeah. that's very popular. It's on Game Pass and on other services. It's great. Uh, so GameLoft used to be the company I hated because they were just made, you know, oh, yeah. free-to-play you, garbage yeah. on mobile, but they've gotten yeah. some cool stuff. So Yeah, they anyway. stuck around. They had some. Uh, they had a dream. I, I always like that Asphalt games they, they had. I always load that up on a new phone I get. I always think, I always think I'm going to like playing racing games and then on don't. my phone, <laughs> and then I hate it. And then you hate it. Yeah, I do too. If <laughs> I don't, have a, like, oh, yeah, if I don't I have a controller, freaking forget it. I don't. I can't. Yeah. Oh God! Do you remember when cell phones were thinking it would be really cool to use those gyro sensors in there? And yeah, you had to wrong. you had to steer with your phone. And I'm like, this would be great, except this this is also my screen, so I have to like yeah, I had to turn my head every time I turn it. So. They were dead wrong about that. Yeah, it was never going to be good. Right. Unfortunate, unfortunate uh, bit of no. circumstances there. Uh, all right, I'm. Uh, gonna say it's time for this. Uh, thanks for your feedback, everybody. By the way, that's awesome. Um, our next discussion after Vegas, after Daytona, or not Daytona, Dayton, Daytona, Dayton. It needs an A, and then you'd be Daytona, I guess. <laughs> uh, we're gonna come back the very following week, so we're gonna do a little special one-off on the weekend. I get, I get home, so Brian and I'll put that yeah. together on Saturday or Sunday, whatever it is we're doing. For them uh, patron supporters, they're going to hear all about our Vegas and Dayton trips, yep. right? Well, everybody will hear it. It's for everybody. Oh, everybody. Everybody's going to hear about our Vegas, but yeah. there, there'll be pre-show. Yeah, there'll be all there, kinds there of the be, pre-show. For there'll the, be really blue, the, only the patrons. Yeah, the dirty Vegas. stuff. We keep that for patrons. <laughs> the, the stuff we brought back from Vegas. Yep. That and we then, said we weren't going to Exactly. We were going we're to leave there, but they changed that whole slogan now, so now it's something else. Right. Now it's, uh, if you fart in Vegas, you can smell it in Idaho. I don't know what it is. Oh, I have oh no idea. wow. wow. But when we violent. get back and we're back on full track, we'll be doing MDK. Yeah, that's right. Yes. MDK. Do you hear me? You hear me, people? Murder, death, kill. And this is a, just a game that just, just totally took a left turn. It's like, oh, everybody's doing this one thing. Guess we're about to do. And we've talked about these developers before. Yeah. Dave Perry. Yeah. Other guy? Yeah. Forgot the other guy. What's his name? Yeah, there. Uh, but they they had worked on Aladdin and Jungle Book and Earthworm Jim, who we just talked about recently. Yep. And we're like, we're out. He's then he went and made Gaikai streaming uh, tech and sold it to Sony. Yep. Made a lot of money doing it. 
Paid some money. Uh, there's talk, and there's still talk of an Earthworm Jim revival, but I don't think MDK is on that list. So maybe we'll figure out yeah. why, or maybe we'll we'll make a good argument for why MDK needs some love in 2023. Yeah. Or maybe you know? we'll be wrong. We'll play it and we'll go, oh yeah, thank God we didn't go any further. It might be shit. It. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah. So that'll be next week here on Play Retro. Not next week, but the week after. And uh, like we said, a little uh, supplementary episode in between, which uh, Brian and I will record and post as soon as we can after that trip. Uh, and I'll tell you uh, on that show, by the way, we'll tell you all about what we, uh, like Brian said, the stuff we saw arcade wise and all that. Cause we we're kind of hunting that down on this trip. You know, we're yeah, going for it. I'm going, I'm going to the retro game store to see if I can find me an Amiga a 500. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. Or maybe a Jaguar. An Atari Jaguar would be nice too. Ooh, that'd be cool. Get the yeah. toilet though. The toilet CD add on. If you if don't I do can that, find the toilet. Who are you even if you can't find the toilet? All right, that's it for us. Thank you all for listening. I hope what you do from here until then is play something retro. And we'll see you next time. If you like what you just heard, there's a very good chance you will like all the shows on the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. Populous. 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 Sean Toodle. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.